Welcome to Janolaism. I am your host, Jasmine Nola, and this is my podcast where I say what I want and I keep it real. I discuss celeb gossip, reality TV, and everything I'm going through weekly. While I talk, I'm usually sipping my drink of choice. Now, that would have been my intro probably three years ago, but things have changed, and we are adding a new segment called Realish. This is going to be where I'm either talking about serious topics going on in the world or interviewing someone about a certain topic, whether it be race in America, becoming a mother, a business owner, so on, so on. You get it. I'm going to have a different guest every week. They're usually my friends or my family and sometimes literally a total stranger. So sit back and enjoy. This is my advice, my opinion, and as you all know, you can either take it or leave it. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Jay Nolaism. I am your host, obviously Jasmine, and we are here for our Monday reality recap. I hope you're ready. Hope you are pumped because it's a really special episode. Why do you ask? Sit back, let me tell you why. Because I couldn't give you an episode last week because of the amazing bachelorette party that I had. Mm, shout out to my friends. Uh, but it's a great episode because you are getting two episode recaps for the price of one. So we're going to talk about um, episode five and episode six. I'm going to go really quickly with episode five because it really wasn't that great more the end. So we're going to start with that one and we're going to go into um, last week's Wednesday episode, which was so, so good. Like I'm still thinking about it. It wasn't so, so good. It was just the last five seconds were really good. So Great to be back. Let's dive in. So episode five. What really sticks out to me about episode five was I'm just going to list out my outline real quick. Jennifer's kids, they are very lazy and they haven't been taught how to work. That is Jennifer's fault. She needs to make them do more. Uh, when she was having like her little barbecue outside with her family and she asked them to clean uh, and they all like ran inside. I get it's hot. Like I, I'm an adult and I hate cleaning, but I have to do it. So the kids are going to be have to make the clean or at least like take the dishes inside and put them in the sink. We, we got to cut that out there. But um, Jennifer seems really like stressed. Like she's doing. Um, I mean, I feel like. Last season, like we talked about it, where like Margaret kind of was like, oh, you're just like you're just a stay at home mom. But I, I think being a stay-at-home mom during COVID is 10 times like worse because it's like, yeah, I am a stay-at-home mom, but now I don't have that time where like I would do like my errands or get things done because the kids were off at school. Now they're at home and they're doing virtual and they're like running around. So I think she, she, it's very clear that Jennifer's having a very hard time, plus with her parents going through whatever they're going through. I feel like we've been talking about Jennifer's mother's attitude towards her father for the last six episodes, but yet I have no real insight and I want more. I need to understand what's going on there. Um, second, what we'll talk about, Teresa wants her peach kiss and by her peach, she means her hoo-hoo. Um, she, she told everyone at Joe's birthday dinner at Butcher's Block, which I have been to before, which the food is actually just as amazing as people say. Um, great steak. Um, yeah, no, the food was amazing, but yeah, they were there and for Joe Gorga's birthday and she made it very clear how horny she is, but that she doesn't want to sleep with the pool boy. Weird. 
Uh, and while they were at dinner, Teresa decides randomly that she's going to throw a pool party because, I mean, it's COVID. So these women are doing the best with these storylines and, like, trying to get the women together. So I understand, like, and Melissa, like, didn't really help when Teresa was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a pool party next weekend. And Melissa was like, why? Just just for shits and giggles? And Teresa was like, yeah, just for shits and giggles. Like, Melissa, sweetie, we're trying to make things happen here. We're trying to give us a good season. And you're just like, you didn't need to be like, for why? There is no why. We're just having a pool party. It's summer. People don't have... Re it's summer. That's what I would... That would have been my answer. If someone asked me why I'm having a pool party, I'm going to say because it's summer. That's what you do in the summer. You have a pool party. You invite your friends over. You get catered food. You hire a bartender. And you get smashed. That's just what you do, especially in Jersey. That's the go-to. We wait all year for, this, for these three months to go down to the Jersey Shore and enjoy ourselves. I don't need a reason to have a pool party. Melissa Gorga. Okay, next. What else happened? Um, so she decides at the pool party and, oh, I forgot that they, Joe Gorga and Melissa Gorga explained to Teresa that how sorry um, Jackie is. No, I didn't get that memo. Did, was Jackie really sorry? I think she was apologizing to Joe and Melissa just because they're her friends, but I don't think she's sorry for saying it to Teresa. Like, that's how I got it. So they're like, yeah, she's very apologetic. But also at the same point, like, she didn't apologize to Teresa. She apologized to y'all. That's not the same thing. I am not you. So if you don't apologize to me, you didn't apologize. But anyway, they talk her into inviting Jackie to her pool party. So she sends out a mass text to all the girls. Um, and she invites Jackie and her husband and says the hubbies are invited. Obviously, Jackie's not going to go. Obviously, Evan's not going to go. So I feel like it was just for Teresa to put out an olive branch. Um, as Jackie said, she could shove it up her ass, which is exactly what Teresa did. And now you're just giving her more ammo to be mean to you and for us to keep talking about this. I am so over it. We, this is episode, I'm discussing episode five, but we are now on to episode six. We should still not be talking about this. We need to move on. It feels like Pantygate from Real House with Beverly Hills um, on Erica's first season. Uh, it's just... Not Erica's first season, Dorit's first season. You know, when, when like we talked about Erica showing her little hoo-ha to by mistake at the Daily Mail party. It's just like let's move on. We've we've talked about this. You two are never gonna get along. I'm fine with it. Let's move on. Let's have a great summer. Let's have more. But I, you know, why I think it's being dragged out when this happens on Housewives is because they have nothing else. So I'm not sure what, I, but you know what? They do have more. Like, let me list out what we could be talking about besides talking about Teresa and Jackie. We could be getting more about March. Uh, March has this book coming out. We could be doing more about her, about her marriage, about her home. Uh, not that like she had, this has been her storyline, but we haven't really seen any real renovation. So let's see them. You know, you apparently bought a couch from Danielle's ex Marty. Um <laughs> Give us more about that. You know what I mean? Like, let's give me more content. Dolores. I need more Dolores. I need more David and Dolores. And we got a little bit of them where they were talking about, like, their relationship with each other and how he needs to ask her to come over more. And I did, but they only gave it to us for, like, five minutes. Give us more. Give us an episode on that. It might not be, like, the most exciting, but it would be something different. And sometimes we just need different. I would rather a boring episode of something new than a boring episode of something we've talked about for multiple episodes. You, are you following me? So, yeah, give us Dolores. 
honestly, Teresa and Joe FaceTiming, I'm obsessed with it. Give us more of that. I think it's really cute. I think it's really fun. And it's like they're no longer married, so they can just be friends. And I I love that about couples. I think it says so much about a relationship. I, you know who's like, I feel like Frank and Dolores, even though we're begging for Frank and Dolores to get back together, I don't think they can be a couple. I think they work with co-parenting and being really, really close friends and like, Obviously, no, they've slept together, they've had kids, they, they've had a marriage, but like, it comes off as like a brother-sister, like, I got your back and you got mine. I get that is weird to say after you've been married to someone, but I think it's beautiful to also see that you can still keep a relationship intact. It doesn't need to be a love relationship, but it could, be, you know, it doesn't need to be a physical, phys not love, because there is love there, but it doesn't need to be physical, you know? Um, I would like to see more of that. I'm loving that we're getting a lot of Frank Catania. I'm obsessed. That man, let me tell you something. He, I don't love, um, like a really buff Italian man, but it's something about Frank Catania that just does it for me. I don't know if it's his personality. Actually, yes, it is his personality because I have always, I, no, I did it pretty good looking guys. To me though. To me, but I do think that I am more about a personality. If you do not have a personality, if we can't have like, if we can't laugh together, if we can't be like, if I can't be myself with you, you, it's just not there for me. It's not all about how good you look. You know what I mean? I don't need a drop dead gorgeous guy. I need a guy that I can literally sit, have my bun flailing to the side, uh, pimple cream on, eating potato chips with us like, just talking and having a really good time and making each other laugh but being honest with each other and I think that's what Frank Catania gives me I think he just gives he makes me feel safe like I would feel safe in his arms yeah and I think Dolores does too and that's why they can't separate because you need stability in your life and Frank is that Frank is that for me so I can imagine what he is to Dolores okay um what else happened in episode five that I really want to delve into? Really nothing besides the pool party. So let's just talk about it. Okay, so the pool party. Teresa had a pool party. She told everyone to wear a thong, have they ants out, shake it, shake it, shake it. Um, and that's what they did. All the women looked gorgeous. I love the fashions. Let's talk about the pool fashions. I think Teresa looked really good. I've talked about this before. Her body is so good. Melissa actually looked very well. She wasn't over um, labeled. I loved her bathing suit. It was really cute. The body is again, her body is amazing. Jennifer, let's talk about Jennifer. Jennifer looked so bomb and I appreciate it because I feel like ever since she got her tummy tuck or her lipo or whatever she's gotten that um, her husband built it to her, she has still been dressing as if she's a little bit more thicker and I don't want to say hefty because she wasn't hefty, but like she looked like Normal. Like, she had a normal body. Maybe she wasn't happy with, like, from all the kids she's had. I get it. Bodies change. Um, but, like, now she has this tight ass and this little small waist. But I feel like her fashions haven't really been showing that. And at Teresa's pool party, she wore a Bluetooth piece with a little see-through caftan over it. And Mama looked ready. Okay? She looked good. And I was here for it. She was definitely in my top three um, outfits. Next, Dolores. You know, Dolores, my black Dolores, I love her. Yeah, she crimped her hair. That's what I remember most about the outfit. I don't remember her bathing suit, um, but I do remember a shot of her boobs and they looked great and lifted. So I'm loving that journey for her. I don't remember the, uh, the fashions. Also, her and Marge wore the same wedged um, sandal heel. 
Didn't love it uh, on either of them with their outfits, but tomato to model. It's not about me. It's about them. Uh, Marge, I don't remember what she wore. So that speaks to the outfit. And Jackie didn't go because obviously. So yeah, those um, are the housewife looks. They were great. Uh, besides, I can't say that Marge's wasn't great. I just don't remember it. I remember the shoe more than the bathing suit. And I know she wore caftan, but I truly don't remember one thing about it. So yeah. And I just remember, I really don't remember much about Dolores's either. I think it was like a rose, um, like a dusty rose kind of color with like some sparkle. But what I remember most are her shoes, just like I do remember Marge's, and that her hair was crimped. Um, so the pool party is, you know, off to a great start. People are drinking, we're having fun, we're taking shots. It's a great time. Uh, and then Michelle, the realtor, comes with her husband, and Melissa gets all worked up and nervous because she thinks that they're going to throw blows. First of all, your husband's not going to throw hands with the man that he owes money to because the man didn't do anything wrong. Um, so Michelle comes with her husband. Right away, Jill pulls her husband. Is What's his name? I don't know. Whoever. I don't know how Michelle says it. Michelle's husband, Joe pulls her to the pulls him to the side and they talk. And he's like, I have, they do like a little small talk, like, how's it going? Beautiful weather. Um, Michelle's husband already knew what was going down, so he was trying to do as much small talk as possible. But Joe was like, you know what? I'm over this. Let's get to it. What have you why have you been going around talking about me? And the guy was like, Have you ever done a job and not been paid? I said, Oh, Michelle's husband came to play. Okay. And what I like about Michelle and her husband, they're not afraid. Like they own what they say. Michelle's husband at not not once did he back down. He he kept his version of, no, you owe me money. You should have paid me. Now, what I got from their talk is that obviously there was no written contract, but it was definitely words that were exchanged that Joe was going to pay him or give him some percentage. And even the guy was like, why would I do that for free? And Joe, Joe tried it. He was like, to come up off me. Joe, come up off what? Growing with Gorga? The only time I saw that was on your Instagram. I've never heard anything about that unless it's been on Instagram from you and your wife or on the show. I've heard nothing about growing with Gorga. And no one's growing with Gorga because Gorga is a scam artist. No, I'm kidding. I mean, he might be. Sorry, I had to... When I talk fast, my mouth gets dry. So I'll take a sip of water. Um, yeah, so then they kind of ended it with... I think it was Michelle Sullivan that said, let's just say that it was a misunderstanding. Basically saying like, you owe me money. I'm going to let this go. Because also my house, uh, Teresa had basically told Michelle, unless she made up with her brother, she couldn't let her sell her house. So like, I feel like driving here, Michelle was like, listen, just tell him what he wants to hear. We know what the truth is, but it doesn't matter. I need to sell this woman's house. We'll make back whatever Joe, you know, owed you or whatever. So... Michelle's husband kind of was like, whatever, let's just agree to disagree at this point. And let's know going forward, we're most likely either won't work together or you're going to, we're going to get a contract. We're going to get this in writing or in emails or something. And then uh, what happened? Melissa pulls Michelle to the side and she's like, don't you think like you should have came to me? And I understand. I agree with, I, I understand where Melissa's coming from. Like Michelle, we were at the same party. It's kind of like with Teresa and Jackie, even though why would Teresa... Let's not, I'm not talking about Teresa and Jackie anymore. Anyway, it's very similar to that situation with those two people that have been talking about this for six episodes. Um, and she was just like, I was at the party. Why didn't you say anything to me? And Michelle was like, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And then Dolores being, you know, the level-headed person that she is was like, Michelle was messed up. You, you shouldn't have done that. And Michelle apologized. And I think Melissa said something like, I just don't get why you're going around talking 
shit or something. And Michelle was like, but it's true. And I said, oh, Michelle, sweetie, I stand a queen that is not afraid. Um, I just love it. I love that they're not backing down. Like you and your husband can play this game with everybody else, but you know, you owe us money. Are we going to get that money? Probably not, but we're going to let everybody know that you owe us money. And I, listen, it is very hard to come onto the show as a newbie, um, especially not like be a full housewife and be like a friend. It's hard to maneuver that. And I think that even though Michelle isn't full time, she's holding, she's, holding like her composure but like standing stern with what comes out of her mouth and what she says and that's the best thing to do we never want to backtrack when you backtrack you become a liar because it's already on camera we have the footage roll tape like lisa uh, barlow says roll footage roll the tape roll the tape that doesn't happen lisa like stop it um even though bravo does roll the tape they just don't do it when you tell them to they roll it when they want to be shady and I feel like Melissa, Melissa, Michelle is a businesswoman. So like, she's not really trying to get caught up in any lies. So whatever she's saying is fact. We're not playing these games. Um, what else? I think that was it. Yeah. After they make up, it kind of goes to full party. They play beer pong or like pool pong. Um, Tony arrives, Tony, the pool man, he is flirting with Teresa, but then he also kind of is very touchy with Jen. And then Bill, um, our plastic surgeon, he arrives, Jennifer's husband, and he is like, stay away from my wife. Um, and then Jennifer gets bombed, bombed. But let me say this. I loved it because we've all been there. I have a friend who was literally Jennifer on the bachelorette party and I wasn't mad. You know why? Because that's what we are here for. We are here to get smashed. We are here to have a good time. It's just like let loose and let go. You never get to do these things. If you're not a person that gets drunk all the time, getting drunk once in a blue moon and like literally falling over yourself is okay. Now, if this becomes a recurring thing, then maybe we need to talk to somebody. But like this woman has six kids. She needs... She she needs a let loose moment, okay? And I didn't appreciate that Marge was like standing in the corner and was like, she does this all the time. Eh, 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 eh. She doesn't. Jennifer drinks a lot, yes. But usually when Jennifer drinks, she gets angry. She's throwing glasses. She's getting very mad. She doesn't, she's not very, I would call her sloppy, which is what I would equivalent to like what happened at Teresa's pool party. She was kind of sloppy. She was falling over this, all over the place. She was putting the water bottle, but it wasn't getting in her mouth. She, we've never seen Jennifer like that. We've seen her get upset and angry. And I think it is because she had all this light bulb down. Her body mass is not similar. So like her drinking, she can't handle it like she used to. So she was never really a drinker that got sloppy. She was just a drinker that got aggressive, I would say. There's a difference. There is. It doesn't make one better than the other. It just is what it is. There's a difference between the two, you know? Um... I loved ha watching all the house the house husbands um, carry her out like she was Jesus with her arms spread. It was beautiful. Uh, and then they put her in the Lambo, and apparently she threw up in the Lambo. Can you imagine? Let me tell you something. Robbie doesn't have a Lambo, but he has a very nice car that he cares about. And if I was to even spill a fry, he would put me out on the side of the road, let alone if I threw up in it. I would never. I've actually, let me say this. I've actually been in Robbie's car, maybe as drunk as Jennifer was. Because I remember, like, I barely got into that car and I barely ate. And we were, I think we went to Tiki Bar. Yep, in Point Pleasant. And when we drove back, 
It was a rough ride for me, but I held it in the whole time. I said, I will not throw up in this car. I will not let this man hold. It was my birthday too. And I said, I will not let this man have this on me for years to come. Then I threw up in his car and I held it until I got home. I took a shower, I threw up in the shower. And do you know what I did? I took my shower, I washed my hair, I put my clothes back on. I came downstairs, my friends, his friends. And I said, I'm ready now. I'm back. I am alive. Sometimes that's all you need. You just need to puke and rally. Puke, puke, and rally. Puke in the shower. Keep it going. Keep it moving. It's gross, but you know what? You'll get to go out at night. That's the thing about day drinking because it's also the sun. And you have to make sure you're drinking water. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Life Lessons by Jasmine. So that really wraps it up for that episode. I don't remember anything else sticking out to me. I'm sorry if something stuck out to you, but I really don't remember. Okay, let's go on. Episode six. Let me start out with something amazing. Gia popping Melania's pimples while Teresa is cooking. That is the most disgusting normal thing I've ever seen. I've done that before. I've popped someone's pimples at the kitchen table because I can't look at it too much. I pop my own honestly, at the kitchen table, if it's just me, and obviously not a group of people, but the normalcy of it, it's like, yeah, that's gross, but like, we've done it. People have done that. People do it. You've done it. You know what I mean? I love the normalcy of this family, even though they are so outrageous. Um, I love seeing, I think I said earlier, like Joe on the FaceTime and them talking about it. And then of course we did another flashback of Nono and Teresa's father. Like, can we just, again, take a moment of silence, silence for this man? Because he truly was the back and the bone of this family, of this Gorga family. I've said it before. I don't know where the Gorgas and the Judiches are going to go. But I, I, I hope that they stay together because without their parents, you know, I don't know what else they have. But that probably is why they will stay together because they no longer have their parents. And they want to make their parents happy even though they're still not around. So that might be something that could happen. Um, Teresa didn't go to Dolores' pink party. She had a pink party to honor something, honestly. She won some award because she's very charitable and she does give back a lot. And I will say, I love that she brings that in every season of her storylines. It's always about a different charity that she's involved with or that she's helping someone or some, some cause in need. And Dolores, it, she's our queen. I don't know what else we need to say about Dolores that hasn't already been said. I love her. I think she's amazing. Um, so she invited all the women, including Jackie. She thought this would be the time for Jackie and Teresa to get together. Teresa was like, mm, not going to make it have a soccer tournament. I just want to say there was no soccer tournament. We know this, right? She was just like, I don't want to look at Jackie. Um, it was a pink party, but apparently Jackie missed the memo because she wore a white tank top and some Windsor uh, pants. She looked terrible also. It wasn't even, I wasn't even like it was a cute enough outfit to be dressed for the wrong occasion. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to dress wrong for the occasion, come looking your best. But you didn't. You looked terrible. So she missed the memo. I didn't, and no one talked about it. Like if I was there, I would be like, so did you, why aren't you wearing pink? I would have called it out. Why didn't it? You know what? Jennifer probably did cut, call her out and they cut it out because I can't imagine. Sorry. I can't imagine. Oh yeah. Okay. Get it together. Come on. I can't imagine Jennifer sitting there and not calling her out for not wearing pink. I don't, I don't get that. So I need more backstory on that. Why she didn't wear pink. And if anyone called her out on it, uh, but they had Dolores had like the after party kind of after her winning in the ward. It was kind of like a little lunch brunch type of thing for the ladies, like a ladies lunch, a, a pink ladies lunch. I loved it. Um, 
And Melissa, they had it in David's house, the house that um Dolores, the house that Dolores had Frank redo so that she could move in with David but haven't moved in. Again, yes, it's weird, it's awkward, but it's no one's business. And for Melissa to be like, so do you want to live in here? And like, of course, Dolores is going to be like, no, I don't. What is she supposed to be like crying? Be like, I do want to move in here. Like, oh my God, I just wish like, oh my God, I wish she would put a ring on it. That woman is not 25 years old. She's 50. What does she look like groveling after a man on national television? I give Dolores props for playing it off and being like, no, I really don't want to move in here anymore. Yes, she does. But that's okay. She doesn't have to sit and grovel and cry about it on national television. I respect her more for not talking about it and like playing it off like, girl, I don't give a damn. I don't want to move in this house. Meanwhile, we go upstairs to the closet. All her fashions are up there. But that's okay. That's how you move. Because try and put in, I might not be here every night. Try to have another woman in here with all my clothes in here. Oh, girl. I love it. Um. Also, what else? Ha oh. Talk about how David didn't really care. Well, I'm not going to say he didn't care. But what we saw on TV, it didn't look like David cared about her winning this award and that he was really happy for her. Meanwhile, Frank is crying. I'm telling you, Frank is the only person that we need. Frank is that ex that you will always be friends with that loves you and you love him, but you just didn't work out together and that's okay. But you know that you can count on that person and they are so happy for you and they are so proud of you. And that's the best type of relationship to be in. If only it could be a physical one, you know, and maybe one day her and Frank will get back together. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, he che you can't get past the cheating. He might not be a great spouse. I think that's what it is. We've learned this on this episode about Frank is that he might not be a great spouse, but he is a good and loyal friend. And sometimes, you know, that's okay. I, I think that about people, you know, you hear your friends tell you things about their boyfriends or their girlfriends or whatever. And you might be like, oh, that they sound like a terrible person. And they might not be a terrible person. They might just be really terrible in a relationship. And some people don't know how to be in a relationship, and that's okay, but they still might be a good person. And we have to learn how to differentiate those two types of things. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Hmm, let's move on. So, yeah, Dolores had a pink party. Jackie didn't wear pink. She sucks. Melissa is all up in her business for some reason. Like, I didn't like that. I didn't like the, oh, don't you want to move in? Don't you want to do this? Like, but if he gave you a ring, you would move in, right? Melissa, shh. Just like, bring it down. Stop. Calm down, girl. Like, take a shot. Shut the fuck up. Thank you. Okay? Um. Okay. So, after this, we pack our bags. And we go back to the Jersey Shore. Because it's summer. And that's what we do in Jersey. We go to the Jersey Shore for the summer. Also, their homes in Tom's River, I look them up. Both of them. I'm going to go buy them. No, I'm kidding. Not, but no, I don't mean like buy with money. I mean like drive by, like pass by, beep the horn, say hi, keep moving. I don't have any money. So, um, Melissa and Dolores both live in Tom's River. I did my research. Dolores bought her home in 1994. I love that she still has the same home and I think she's renovating it as she should. I will say when I did see the home, I was like, hmm, this home, not dated. But now knowing that she bought it in 1994, it is in very good condition. Very, very good condition. Good for her. Um, and I wonder if her and Frank are still owners on it, like together. That would be interesting. Or did she get that in the divorce? Maybe she got in the divorce. Who knows? But Teresa made it very clear that they always used to go to this beach house and that like Dolores was pregnant, either with like Frankie or Gabby at the time. So I think that was super cute. But um, the whole group goes to 
<coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> they go to Tom's River to their beach houses. Melissa, Marge, sorry, Melissa, Marge, and Jackie all go um, to Melissa, Melissa's beach house, while Teresa, Jennifer, and Dolores all go to Dolores's house, which makes sense because when you have big groups like this on any of the housewives, there's always two groups because, I mean, it's just too many women and you're all not going to get along. So you have your little clique. You have one big group and then those groups usually have two smaller cliques. That's just the way the world works. As women, we know this. Um, so I think that was a very smart setting, um, uh, for a smart setup for the women. And Jackie also made it clear she didn't want to be around Teresa. And that's my annoyance. Like, then just leave the show and don't come around because Teresa is New Jersey Housewives. So that's like me going to the White House and being like, I don't want to be around Joe Biden. Girl, what? It's his house. What are you talking about? He lives here. How are you not going to be around? Like, you sound stupid. Stop. Please. Um, so they get together. They, I think, they get together at Dolores' house. Yep. They all go over there. And that's when shit hit the fan. Oh, wait, I lied. I skipped a step. On the drive down, Frank, Dolores, Jennifer, and Teresa were all talking. And Bill told, before she left, Bill told um, Jennifer about Joe dropping the bomb. Uh, Joe B. Dolores. Oh, my God. All these men have the same stupid name. I hate Jersey. Joe B., Margaret's husband, dropped the bomb that he has heard the Evan rumor before, which means that Marge has heard the rumor before. So Bill told Jen. Jen, of course, spilled the tea, spilled the tea twice. Um, after Bill did, with Teresa, Dolores, and Frank. Frank made it very clear that he never heard it before, which is impossible, being that Frank sat right next to Joe when he said it. And actually, at Boys Night, Frank was the person who brought up what was going on with Evan and how he was confused and if the men thought it was true and he went around and asked who thought it was true. So, but I appreciate the loyalty, Joe. I mean, Frank, I see. Oh my God. It's so hard. I appreciate Frank's loyalty being like, I didn't hear. I don't No, Frank's quote. And exactly was, I don't believe Joe said that. And Teresa goes, what do you mean? You were there. What do you mean? You can't believe he said that. Like he was really trying to like not get involved and not say that Joe said it. So I appreciate that. Even though like it was on camera. So honestly, it's no one's fault, but Joe's. It's not even like about telling, spilling, like telling the tea or spilling information about boys night. It was filmed and Joe said it. I mean, I guess you never know what they're going to use in filming, but either way, if they filmed it, they had it. And you know, Bravo has no problem. Even though if they don't show it during the whole season, they will do a black and white flashback. So once you say it on camera, boo, you just got to stick with it. So fast forward. Now we're at Dolores' house. We're having dinner. Um, when the women show up, Teresa gives them all dildos because she is apparently, um, Joe is selling sex toys and she's helping him. I love that. Supporting each other. Income for the girls. So Teresa gives them all, all to the ladies and gives Jackie hers and says that Jackie can stick it up her ass. I love her. You know, she worked all night on that one. And that's what I love about her because she puts time and effort into thinking about her comebacks. Um, they do that. They sit down for dinner. 
But also, did anyone notice that Marge and Melissa were like babying Jackie? And even Jackie was getting annoyed because Jackie was like, I'm fine. And they were like, are you okay? Are you going to cry? And she was like, I'm literally fine. It's it's okay. I'm going to be okay. Um, and then her and Teresa had a little tiff. And it was basically like, oh, I don't. I think they just agreed like, we're just not going to be friends. And that's okay. So they sit down to dinner. And they start talking. Marge asks her Marge asked Teresa about like the divorce and that she saw and in the news and that she's selling her house and blase blase they're going back and forth just having like you know normal conversation somewhere this took a turn and they basically told Teresa that they think she's an asshole um and well, Jackie said, I think you're, I think you're just an asshole. And she was like, I don't think that I am an asshole. She goes to Marge, do you think I'm an asshole? asshole? And Marge goes, well, you did have my hair pulled in a fight. And she asked Melissa, do you think I'm an asshole? Melissa goes, you called me a stripper. <sighs> but also at the same time, it's like, y'all plan this. They plan to come in attacking. Cause like Marge was like, I don't like that Teresa did that. Like, this is just her and Jackie's thing. It is what it is. They don't like each other. So you don't need to get involved. Uh, especially if you're friends with both like you could just be like oh Teresa don't do that but don't be like I don't like that she's doing that like this is the this is the show this is the show that we are on so we I hate I get like being normal doesn't work off on this show it's not about what's right and what's wrong it's about ratings and Teresa knows that so if you guys want to sit here and be like Teresa has to be nice to Jackie she doesn't Teresa being nice to Jackie makes ratings fall makes your show flop and then Margaret you're not going to come back next season because what Teresa's doing is what she's done for the last what five to seven seasons is carry the show on her back and she's making things happen so that y'all stay where y'all are on ratings and that you get back for another season so what you need to do is thank her kiss the ring okay kiss the lisa barlow ring um they sit down they're talking and then somehow marge was poking and poking saying that she didn't like what how Teresa was treating jackie and all this other stuff and literally, as I was watching it, if you were watching my recap live on the Instagram, I literally said, Marge, stop poking because she's about to come for you and you don't know what she has up her sleeve. And that's why you can't mess with unstable people because you never know what they have up their sleeve and they're ready to drop it at any time. And if you're not ready to react to it, then let it go. So Teresa, after all this poking, poking, poking for Marge, she goes, well, your husband heard the rumor too. Marge was like, who did he say that to? Huh? Huh? Coffee? Uh... <laughs> I cracked myself up. Cobra. Um, she was, she pretended to, be, she wasn't, the thing is, is if you replay it back, her face wasn't shocked about the comment Joe made. It was shocked that everyone else knew about the comment and now that her shit's about to blow up. Because this is what I believe. I believe that they have heard this rumor about Evan. Do I think that it's true? I don't know. And maybe they don't think it's true either, so this is why they never brought it up to Jackie. Or because... You know, you have those friends where you know they're not going to leave your husband. So what am I going to do and bring you back this information? For what? For me to look like the asshole? And they're actually friends. It wasn't hard for Teresa to bring this up or say it because her and Jackie aren't friends. Marge and Jackie are actually friends. So probably Marge feels like she wouldn't leave her husband anyway or it would just cause havoc or it would make me look crazy or bad with Evan and I still want to be friends with Jackie. So I'm just going to let this rock. And if she hears about it, she hears about it. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But when I tell you things started going crazy and um, Marge was like, he never said that. He never said that. Here Jennifer comes. But Jennifer wasn't aggressive. Like she was, she was like, he did say it. And Marge like flipped. It was like, how do you know that? And 
you shot that back up. Like, first of all, and she told on herself in that moment because she got so aggressive. Because the thing is, if something's not true, you do not get that upset. The same with Jackie when she was doing all that crying. And, you bring up the most four beautiful children. <laughs> it's true. If you have to do all of that, it's true. If you get upset if someone brings something up, and you're claiming it's not true, but you're crying, and you're screaming, and you're cursing, and you're acting a fool. It's true. I don't make the rules. That's just the way that it goes. Like, if you come to me, and you were to say, Robbie said this, I would look at Robbie, and if he said he didn't say it, I'd be like, he didn't say it. I'm not cursing you out, or whatever. Like, my husband said he didn't say it, so, like, end of discussion. I'm not talking about this anymore. It isn't like, you, you don't know what you're talking about. You shut up. What do you know? You weren't there. I wasn't there either, girl, so I don't know what he said. Did you say it? You didn't say, okay, he didn't say, I don't know, I wasn't there. That would be my whole thing, objective. like, girl, I don't know what he said, but I wasn't there. I, you heard it, Joe? I didn't hear it. Maybe Joe heard it. I never heard it. And what's wrong with Joe hearing it? I don't understand that either. Like, what if Joe did hear it and never said anything to March? He did, obviously, because he's a man on a leash. So, it, obviously, she let that leash go for a little bit, but that's okay. Um, and they go back and forth and then that's when Jackie gets involved and they're all yelling at each other. But Melissa also caught Marge out and she goes, why were you yelling and cursing at everyone else but Teresa when Teresa's the one who asked the question? Because everyone knows who butters their bread and it's Teresa. So why was she screaming and cursing at Teresa? She'll get kicked off. That's why she's not mad at Teresa as mad as she wants to be at Teresa for having Danielle pull her hair. Because all she's going to do is lose her check, her Bravo check. And she's not going to be able to pay Vineyard Vines back for that lawsuit. Listen, we all know, okay, what the deal is. And the quicker you figure that out, the longer you will last on the show. Marge is no dummy. So she realized in that moment, I pushed too hard. Now Teresa came back at me. Let me fix this up. Let me yell at Jennifer. Let me yell at my husband. Let me, let me talk to Jackie for a minute. You know what I mean? Like, we're not yelling at Teresa. And she still never did after that. After Melissa called her out on it, she never yelled at her. So it says a lot. Um, and then we're wrapping the episode up. It was literally at, it was 9.56 <clears throat> and, oh, what did Jackie say? And she goes, oh, she was like, I can't help that you're not a confident person or something. Teresa said to Jackie, I can't help that you're not a confident person. And Jackie goes, what, did you learn all that confidence in jail? I, well, I, I'm sorry. Jackie woke up and chose violence. She said, I want to kill everybody today. I I can't stand Jackie. We know this. But in that moment, it was quick. I don't know if I love the comment or if I love the quickness of the comment. But I will say she does keep on bringing up this jail thing to trigger Teresa. But I, but I, I, I like when people are quick. You can't take too long. You can't cry. You can't do this. The only thing with Jackie's quickness of her comments is she doesn't think them through and that's the problem when you're too quick well no let me say this there's not a problem being too quick and not thinking things through you can say things really quickly not think them through you have to be ready to deal with whatever comes out the person what comes out that person's mouth next if you're gonna go and shoot and shoot hard you have to be ready that you're gonna get shot back at and that's what I don't like about Jackie if we are doing this thing and we're going back and forth and you're coming at me and I'm coming at you but if you come back at me then I'm upset and I'm crying and I say you took it too far no 
Unless it's kids, because I, I see how that could get hypocritical of me to say. But I think with kids, like what she said there was not hard. It was good. But if Teresa comes back at her with something else, she can't be like, oh, my God, she's terrible. It's like, nah, girl, this is the game. Just be ready. Have something else. We got to go back. That's what it is. And I don't know. I'm intrigued to see what Teresa's comeback is. It looked like she's more calmer than usual when someone brings up jail. Because remember, when she first got out the pen, she wasn't talking about it. She was like, I went away. Girl, you didn't go to a spa day. You didn't go on a long vacation. You didn't study abroad. This wasn't eat, pray, love. You went to prison, boo. You had shackles on your feet. And you could not dance. So, yeah. That wraps it up for this reality recap. That's all that I have to say. Anything else happen? I don't think so. What else do I have on my... No, I talked about everything. That was it. So, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Um, until next week, love you all. Have a great week and stay tuned for Wednesday's episode. And that wraps it up for this episode of Janolaism. You know where to find us at Janolaism on Instagram. And please share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't have Apple Podcasts, oh, you're a droid user, sorry. But you can also listen on Spotify and, of course, Anchor.